0: For little creatures, all creatures welcome. This is The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons. Still plenty to come this morning. Local footy update not too far away. And the marketplace we're buying and selling. Got some good ones this week. I think you've got uh, a co-host of yours on The Bounce lined up this week. Absolute legend, Gazy. So we'll get to that uh, very soon. All thanks to little creatures. All creatures welcome. Speaking of people welcome, this man, he could be the happiest man, I don't know if in the world, but definitely the footy community. Brad Johnson, the Bulldog champion, joins us on the line. Johnno welcome, mate. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh,
1: good morning, Mac. Good morning, Moons. How are you guys? Hello, Bradley. Hey, we're working together tonight. How exciting.
2: I know. I'm looking forward to uh, to that. And I think we might even have one over the weekend as well, Moons, which, yeah. is, um, which is even better. So I uh, get to spend the weekend
0: with yourself is always nice. Maybe you get Pick me up and we drive
2: down at, Perfect.
0: Uh, Drive down together from G-Town, mate. Right? Love it. That'll be great. <laughs> hey, mate, during the week, um, we saw your rolling All-Australian side. So we're pretty much halfway through the year thereabouts. The buyers are hitting us uh, now. Um, it's interesting because during the week, Champion Data also came out and had their team, uh, which was a bit of a stinker to say the least. But uh, look, there's obviously they base theirs <laughs> off numbers. We're having a look at your side. Do you somewhat do the same? What's your approach when you're putting that rolling All-Australian team together?
2: Yeah, no, doing it from doing it from round one. It's been, it's been great fun. Number one, um, and I did have a little bit of fun early on, uh, dropping some players as well. that, yeah. was, that was always uh, a bit of, uh, and I dropped a lot early. Uh, you had to be in good form to to play. But no, I I honestly look at the eye first, and and just look at the way that they're, they're playing and and controlling their their from a defensive point of view, their opponents or the wingmen are getting back and supporting defence, and working through the lines, and and watch a lot of the games to to make sure that. You know you're on point with who's playing well, and then yeah you need some stats to back it up, but they don't um, they don't drive my decision making in who I've got uh, in in my lineup. So and look at you know I I dropped um, Wilkie this week in in terms of what he was what he's done for the last couple of weeks for the Saints. He's been good all year. Mm. He's in the All Australian squad. He's just been replaced by Liam Jones, who's had a, a better month than himself. So. You know Harris Andrews is under a little pressure. I've got Sard in the back pocket, who's been there for most of the year, and Tommy Stewart's replaced him. So there's just those things that, that happen throughout uh, throughout the you know two or three week period where you've got to be playing really good footy to, to stay in uh, stay in the lineup.
1: No, it's a fantastic team, John. i just having a look at it here, and you're right. As the next player, you've got to go on your, on the eye test. I think that's the most important one when you're doing these teams. And yes, then you can go to the stats and hopefully they'll back you up and all of those type of things. But when you're looking at it as a player, you've got to you, – because you know stats aren't everything in a game, everything in a player. So you've got to have the eye test. And I love the Liam Jones inclusion. I mean, just talk about him at the moment on the back of missing a year of footy, coming back in, probably struggled early to get the uh, – I guess the rhythm of the game. But his last month has been exceptional.
2: Yeah, it's been it's been huge. You're right. He's he's got back to his, his very best. He's always had that that power, and he hasn't lost any of that. And you know the the what he's doing to, to shore up the the Bulldogs' defence has been excellent over that period of time. The the Dogs are extremely hard to, to score against. Last week was the most they've had kicked against them in six weeks. Um, it was a, down to about sixty three points I think mm. against for the Bulldogs. So he was a big part of that. Of course, he, he helps. Uh, you know that that back half and, and he and he compresses the ground really well also and he's he's quite uh, assertive in, in his approach to playing he always has been in that role but I think it suits uh, suits the Bulldogs when they play a forward half game Liam Jones can really just set them set them up and he's he's been excellent so far.
1: Well, John, let's be honest from a Bulldogs point of view, it's been their Achilles heel for years that that back half and being, mm. I guess, having marks taken against them in that back fifty.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's you, you're spot on, Moons. You know, like they they struggled against when the opposition had two, sometimes three, you know, key forward um, players. And they just didn't have the, the personnel to do it. Ryan Gardner will, will fight the fight, no question. And they just had some undersized defenders playing against some absolute beasts. So Liam Jones has been a great addition to be able to just shore up that. Look, they tried Josh Bruce back there at the start of the year. And I think that was, that was working quite well. Also, he started to settle in before he got injured. So he makes his way back to footy now through the VFL and, and will hopefully find his way back into the lineup in the in the near future. So that was something else they had to they had to try to to see if that would work and um, if Liam Jones does break down at any stage, they do have one or two others that can that can replace him but hopefully he stays fit for the entire year.
0: Just a quick one on your rolling all Australian side. Do you know how many plays you've had rolling through there this year?
2: Oh, good question. Um no, not not off the top of my head, but I there's been a lot that have actually stayed in the side or yeah. gone out for one or two weeks and come come back in. Like Clayton Oliver's been awesome throughout this entire season, right? He's out injured at the moment, so I've just replaced him, and we'll see if he comes back firing. And he probably steps straight back in if he has a you know a big two or three week uh, period. And it's been the Port Adelaide boys, Butters and Rosie, that have actually caused me the most grief because I've I've had mm. to get them in because of the way that yeah. they're they're playing. So there's some unlucky guys like Sarong or Merritt in the midfield that just aren't you know getting a. Getting a go at the moment, and up forward has probably been a little bit more settled in in recent times. And you know, Papley is always thereabouts. Rankin is one that's been in and out uh, with his with his form, but. Settling it down at the moment, and Jared Healy's had a big say in having a second ruck as a, as a forward. That's why Joe Danner sits there at the moment. He's, he's influenced me to, uh, mm. to put a second ruck in the team.
1: <laughs> That's fair enough because Joe's actually, since he went into the ruck about, I think it might have been around three or four, he has been fantastic. He's actually, he's, this is probably the best I've seen him in his career for a long, long time.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a great call because he, he's playing awesome footing. in are right, Moons. He's getting up around the ground. He's more engaged in the, in the game. Uh, you can see that's actually helping his engagement, his body language on field with his teammates as well. I think it's really positive, uh, for, for himself. And, you know, he goes then down forward and he's, uh, you know, he's already seen the game. He understands, you know, his, his role within it on match day and he's, he's having an influence. So he's, um, he's been super. I watched him in Gather Around up at Mount Barker and that's probably where it started to turn a little bit for Joe against North Melbourne, yeah, yeah. they they smashed him that day. But from then, he's really held warm and and been quite outstanding.
0: Let's quickly turn our attention to the dogs and the cats. We've spoken a fair bit about the cats and their draw and their injuries, leading into this weekend and for the back end of the season. For the dogs, though, it's a it's an opportunity. It's a, they're there for the killing.
2: I oh, this is a huge opportunity. I think the the Bulldogs, you know, missed an opportunity last week against the Gold Coast up in up in Darwin where they started well and uh, and then had a four second quarter. Gold Coast worked their way back into it and the Dogs weren't able to, to run over them. And when you talk of ladder position and fighting for a top four, and we know how important that is, that was an opportunity lost. And this is a, a big separation game for the Bulldogs. I think they sit on 28 points, the Cats sit on 20, and they've got a lot of players that are out uh, injured at the moment. And it's been weighted with Bradigalia hurting his hamstring as well. So... This is this is big for the dogs. They can jump to 32, keep the reigning premier down in 20 points and, and really put some uh, pressure back on the Geelong Footy Club, which has caused some headaches over the last couple of years, that's for sure, in not being able to, to defeat this team. And they're, they're right for the picking. So the Bulldogs have to be really ruthless, I think, in their approach to this one and they should be able to get the victory. It's
1: going to be some amazing matchups in this game tonight, Jono, but the one I'm looking at uh, from a midfield point of view obviously is is who's plays on Bontempelli and, and you would think Blitzars would be the obvious choice to run with him. We know Bont's impact has just been incredible this year along with Liber, but is that the is that I guess is that the matchup you're looking for through the midfield?
2: Yeah, I think so, Moons. You you, you can't really see anyone else at the moment where Geelong will throw someone in there. That's a little bit different. That's got the height and also the strength and running ability to, to put some pressure on, you know, the bond going the other way going forward, which which Mark can do quite quite comfortably in in a game. So yeah, that's I think that's a that's probably one matchup that we will we will certainly see. And look, they might even throw him around the ruck with Tim English at times, to be honest with you, because Tim English's movement around the ground and and what he's being able to do, um, not just in the ruck but once it leaves the area, has been quite outstanding all year. So. You know, Segler will play that role to start, but then from there, Blitzars may become just another mid to to um, compete in the ruck and then try and hurt the Bulldogs going the going the other way.
0: Interesting result tonight. If Geelong win, they sort of find themselves sort of hanging on and, mm. and get some players back after the bye. Uh, if the Dogs lose, on the other hand, too, they sort of go back into the pack. So it really is a one of those eight point games where they can find themselves back in the mix, or the Dogs could find themselves pushing further into the top eight. Let's have a look. Um, look. Get your tip quickly before we move on. I'll ask you a bit about state of origin. You you got the dogs tonight?
2: Uh, yes, I've I've got the dogs. Unfortunately for the cats, they just their injuries are just hurting them at the moment.
0: Mate, um, we had state of origin during the week. We spoke about it off the top of the show, New South Wales and Queensland. There's always talk about what's going to happen in the AFL. It's not going to happen. We know that. We've probably moved past it somewhat. But for you, you were you're sort of the, played in the back end of the state of origin when it was still happening for Victoria. Talk us through what it meant to the players and what the feeling was like when it did actually finish up.
2: Oh, it was. It meant. It meant the world. Honestly, we we come through junior football and you represent your state, and then it, and then it's gone now at at senior level, which still surprises me a little bit. I still can't get my head around that. As as a junior, you get to that ultimate peak of of representing your state, and then when you reach the the top level, you you don't get those opportunities anymore. It's something that I I really valued as a as a player, and the relationships that you that you forge are, are just unbelievable. Look, I was younger when I was playing state footy, so. You know the likes of Steve Silvani and Robert Harvey that, I was, that I'd watch and you know, and then you play for international rules and you've got Nathan Buckley running around, Mark Rusciuto, Andrew McLeod, these guys that are just superstars that you learn yeah. so much and it, it probably actually came to head for for me this week, Roland Smith turned 50, our great mm. mate, he, um, and half the videos were honestly from guys through his night, half the videos were guys that he played state footy with or international rules with that he's got an unbelievable yeah. relationship with, so that's and then I was just thinking to myself then, wow, that's what these, these guys in the AFL world don't really get that uh, opportunity uh, anymore. And I'd love the rivalry. I, I'd love it. And, and I know the clubs talk about injuries and bits and pieces. For me, there's been one significant injury in, in, um, in state of origin footy, and that was Tony Hall back in, the, back in the day. Other than that, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. And, yeah. um, so I, I'd, I'd love to see it back, of course. We, we understand where. <laughs> it's probably not. But it always comes up this time of year when you see what the, uh, the rugby league boys are doing and how passionate they are about representing their state in football.
0: No, it would be great, but uh, yeah, I think we're sort of gone past it, unfortunately. But we spoke off the top of the show about having two states that are passionate about it. We're in a position, lucky position, we've got three really strong footy states and be difficult to try and um, you know drive, I guess, that competition between just the two or, or bring the three involved. Mate, enjoy the footy. You and Moon's have got the uh, Bulldogs and the Cats tonight at Marvel Stadium. Thanks for joining us, mate, and good luck with your rolling All-Australian. We'll get you back on at the end of the year to see how it all, all fares for you.
2: Nah, thanks, Brady. Thanks, Moons. I'll see
0: you tonight. join you Jono. Bulldog legend Brad Johnson joining us on the warm-up this morning. All thanks to Little Creatures. Order up, grab a pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just $25. Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. Some local footy up next and the marketplace not too far away. For Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. This is The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons.